Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. All right, good or evil succumbs to good over these past 24, 48 hours. What exactly does that mean? We're not talking superheroes. We're talking superheroes on the field. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Everything that we wanted to have happen has happened the way that we wanted it to happen. Now, can I tell you again that we wanted it to happen this way? Arizona leaves for the Big 12. We get rid of this Pac-12 nonsense. We're going to make fun of the Pac-12 here for a great deal. And again, I grew up in the Big 12 or the Pac-12 or the Pac-10. Um, I feel no uh, qualms about this going away because it needed to go away. But first, we got to give a lot of kudos to our guy on this show, Dave Hickey. Dave Hickey and Bobby Robbins have been beat up a lot by people for a variety of different reasons. Jason Shear pushed the misinformation campaign that Dave Hickey was a yes man. He is not a yes man. He is only the yes man to good situations. And Bobby Robbins. Now, a lot of people don't like that Robbins sits front row at games. I think that's a good thing because he could be like that stooge Michael Crow that doesn't even know how to get into the game. That is a different animal entirely. We will make fun of them and issue condemnations as we see fit. But first, Arizona going to the Big 12 is massive for a variety of reasons. First, yeah, you were able to actually read the tea leaves right here on what was going on with the athletics world. And quite frankly, once this all broke down, once the Big 12 was dead, uh, or excuse me, the Pac-12, once the LA schools left, there was no longer any uh, Pac-12. Now listen. I'll be honest here. I know a lot of people, including close family members, that probably can't name all the Pac-12 schools, but they can definitely name UCLA and USC. And those are your two hallmark institutions. Both of them said, see you later, uh, hasta la pasta, we're getting out of here. And uh, they're going to the Big Ten. Now, I think the Big Ten is drastically overrated uh, when it comes to sports. Most of those teams stink and nobody wants to admit it. But... They are, as the phrase goes, and this sounds very pretentious, but I don't, and but I've come to at least understand the term power institutions. <laughs> um, with the power institutions, um, and that's why the Pac 12 is in this spot. We're going to get back to that there in a minute. But the reason the power institutions, um, they like hobnobbing with other top 50 universities in big states. I'll give you an example. Look in the bit, or you look in the Pac 12. All of these uh, schools viewed themselves as power institutions like uh, Washington, the Bay Area schools, the L.A. schools. But here's the rub. A lot of these schools don't care about sports. That is a problem, especially when you have a fan base that is sports fans. That is an issue right there. Now, first thing, let's talk about uh, the L.A. school. leaving like I said let me come back all right sorry about that um but uh George Klinkoff you are locked up 
apologize. I still don't know why it's doing that. Um, but George Klievkoff did not know what he was doing this entire time, nor did Larry Scott. But that's also because of the boneheads that empowered these guys. And again, we're going to talk about that as well. But from a big time perspective, Arizona now is in a conference that actually cares about athletics. It's going to be weird. When Arizona plays Kansas, for example, it will not be buried at 930 on Pac-12 Network with Bill Walton talking about unicorns in the southwest off of a mountain. There will be no more of that, and we that is a good thing. It will actually be a product that is taken seriously because Big 12 Athletics is taken seriously, unlike the Pac-12, which didn't even take it seriously themselves. Um, this was a move, though, that Bobby Robbins knew that he had to make. <laughs> Look at me talking like I know him personally, Bobby Robbins. Um, but this is a move that had to be made because – if you were to go majority streaming and especially to like 90% Apple, uh, Apple streaming, that wasn't good enough right now. My parents would not be able to watch Apple streaming. Your parents would not be able to watch Apple streaming. Heck I could barely watch Apple streaming. So you got a lot of uh, events right there that didn't come into play. And there's a reason that the sec, the big Tw or the sec, the big 10, all of these schools, um, all of these schools basically said that, um, yeah, uh, we're not good on streaming right now. Sorry. And they moved on to their next, uh, they moved on to their next uh, uh, event, which is linear cable. Linear cable is still where it's at. When I go to a hotel, which I am currently in, I don't go and say, man, I wonder what streaming options there are. I go through and I actually see what's on the TV, even though there aren't great options on TV at that point. So take that for what it's worth. Um, but that's why Arizona had to, that's why Arizona had to leave. And now you look at Arizona in the Big 12. You got Arizona, you got Kansas, you got Baylor, you got K-State, you got TCU. You got a variety of different schools that are very uh very enticing. Um and again, fan bases that are actually cool. How many times have we watched a Cal game where there's absolutely nobody at the game? How many times have we watched a Cal or uh, a uh, Oregon State game where there's nobody at the game. That does not happen in the Big 12 because Big 12 fans are cool and they actually like their teams and they show up for it. That's why I think Arizona is actually a pretty natural fit in the Big 12 because it's a rabid fan base that actually likes sports, which is a, uh, in this day and age, that's just an underrated dynamic in all of this. Um, and then again, Arizona was going either way. And we had to bring ASU along with us. Um, that's unfortunate. I wanted ASU to die a, a slow death in the Mountain West or the Big Sky or somewhere else where they could hang out with power institutions. But that didn't happen. We had to bring ASU along with us. But Michael Crow or Herb or Michael Crow was dragged kicking and screaming throughout all of this. Now, if you'll remember, Michael Crow is the same dude that thought that Larry Scott did a great job. And then in three to four years, people were wondering how the Pac-12 got all these deals. Um, no, dude, nobody thought that at the time except you. And that's where it's very annoying because I think a lot of people saw that and said, eh, I don't know about that. But when you got guys like Michael Crow that don't like sports running these institutions, that's where you get into the trouble that you're in right there. Because again, when somebody doesn't care about sports and they are a president of a university, they are able to control that message right there. And that's exactly what he did. He controlled that message. He said, you know, that, uh, 
Arizona or that uh, when Bobby Hurley complained about facilities, he said, oh, don't worry about it. Anybody that's ever been in whatever the arena is now knows that it's a dump. You have like the air, air conditioning works half the time. The toilets don't even work. It's not a good situation. And everybody knows that. But when Michael Crow says eh, it's not that bad, that kind of shows you where his priority is. All right. Speaking of which, though, first, eBay Motors. All right. I have never been mistaken for a mechanic. I know that there are people out there that probably think I was a mechanic. I am not a mechanic. eBayMotors.com, the right parts, the right fit, the right prices. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. All right. Again, now, why not cut out the middleman? How many, time do you, how many times have you gone to Sam's Garage or some variation of that and uh, Sam says, yeah, that'll be $10,000 for about a $300 procedure? Sound like an operation right there. eBay Motors says enough of that. Get your own parts through us. The right parts, the right fit, the right prices. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Check it out. Thank me later. I'm not even a mechanic, and I know how good these people are. Leadership is strong in this organization. Check it out. eBayMotors.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got even more to get to right here. First and foremost, again, Arizona's off. We're going to spend the week spiking the football about being in a good conference, but we also need to talk about why we're here in the same place. And that was because of academic hubris. All of the, or so many of these schools overplayed or overthought their value right there because they're in big cities, because uh, power institutions. Um, and let's just talk about ASU for a second here because they're fun to make fun of, as is Michael Crow. Um, ASU is a ASU and Arizona are pretty similar academic institutions. Now, I think Arizona is probably slightly better. Depends on the department, department, depends on where you look. Now, if you go to, say, the Cronkite School at ASU, that's probably better than the journalism department that I got into. But you also go to Arizona and you're going to find Eller is a better business school than ASU has. Kind of an even trade-off right there. But you know what nobody views either one of these schools as? Power institutions. Because, again, they're good schools, but these are not these are not Michigan. This is not North, you know, this isn't uh, uh, Duke. This is not, Arizona schools are not in that realm. Again, I have never had anybody come up to me and say, oh my gosh, you graduated from the U of A? Again, I'm proud that I graduated from the U of A, but it's not Stanford. So we need to. And light is. Why is it doing this? Is much of the problem right there. And I think, again, that is a dilemma that the Pac 12 had to deal with now. And then you look at other schools. You look at the Stanfords and the Cals, schools that don't really care that much about revenue, sports, athletics. They were the ones, again, that empowered empowered Larry Scott right here. They thought Larry Scott was doing a great job and they want yes men in that position. And not only do they want yes men in that position, they want uh, people to follow their wrong lead and their lead is wrong. They've done nothing right during this entire process. And that's why they hired Klievkov. Now, listen, um, I'm sure George Klievkov is a nice guy, but I can tell in this realm that he was going to be a doofus. The first time I watched him speak, 
And he says, well, um, we're not worried about or uh, we're not worried about expanding. We're worried about consolidating our schools. Then a week later, USC and UCLA leave. Dude, come on. Then after that, he uh, doesn't take any shots at the Big Ten. He takes shots at the Big 12. The Big Ten, which is the school, uh, the uh, conference that took your flagship schools, and you don't want to go with them, but you say we're open for business and we might take some uh, schools from the Big 12. No, dude, that's never going to happen. Nice try. Then you go to this latest Pac-12 media day, and he's asked about a TV deal a year on in the future. And he is asked, and he says, um, he goes, um, yeah, uh, well, I'm not. The reason we're didn't, uh, dis, uh, announced the deal today is because uh, we wanted to focus on our member institutions and a great football product. Well, then immediately James Crepia from the Oregonian says, "So that means that there is a media deal done, and it just need, and it's codified, and you're just waiting to announce it." And he says, "Oh, that's not what I said." And then Crepia says, "So then why did you say that?" And that's why we're at there. That. And then he's asked also about uh, uh, the other uh, uh, institutions, and he says. Don't worry, he says, nobody's leaving. I've talked with all these. Within 24 hours, Colorado left. This guy doesn't get it again. I'm not going to really beat him up too much for it because he's hired by a bunch of uh, yes men per se or who wanted a yes man. But George Klyavkov was clearly well, uh, well um, uh, uh, below or above his pay grade. Either way, George Klyavkov clearly didn't know what he was doing. Then you watch Brett Yormark. Brett Yormark comes in. And everything Brett Yormark said he was going to do, he did. Again, he did it. He didn't talk about future media deals. He got them done. The first thing he said was, we are going to get a raise for all of our institutions right here. Media deal raise. And uh, what does he do? He looks at what the Pac-12 is doing and he says, yeah, we're going to jump them right here. We're going to jump them in line because we're cooler than them. And that's exactly what he did. He jumped them in line. And he opened negotiations early, which was an ingenious move because then it took ESPN and Fox off the table for the Pac-12. Meanwhile, these Pac-12 snobs are sitting here thinking that uh, some uh, entity is going to come calling, begging them for help. That's not how it works right here. So, again, uh, and then your Mark said, I'm going to deal with the Oklahoma-Texas issue. He dealt with that. And then he said, and then I'm going to get everybody a raise and then I'm going to expand. He did all of it. Literally did all of it to a T. Whereas George Klievkoff just talked the entire time. Brett Yormark acted. A man of action. A leader a, man, a leader of men, as we call it on this show. Brett Yormark is the man. And Brett Yormark also understands sports, which is very cool. You like having a conference athletic commissioner that likes sports. And he said also that um, – their goal is they're not going to catch the SEC in football, but their goal is to be the uh, their goal is to be the best basketball conference in the country. And you know what they have, they are because if especially if they add UConn, I don't know if they're going to add UConn or not. But you already have Kansas, which won the national title the previous year. Baylor won it the year before. You bring in Arizona. You had five top twenty five teams. Also, it's going to be a gauntlet. And what Brett Yormark is. Um, what Brett Yormark is uh, doing right here is um, cornering the market. And I think that that's a very, very smart move by him to corner the market on all of this. So, again, pretty excited about all, all of that and what he sees going forward. His goal was always to get the corner four schools, and he got those corner four schools right there. That's where, it's, uh, that's where this entire thing becomes very fascinating because everything he said, he, uh, he followed through on. Now – 
Um, there's going to be some more uh, aspects of play here, which we're going to talk about here in just a moment. But as always, keep it keep, keep it locked on Wildcats. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now the future of the Big 12. Let's look at it. Um, in football, it's solid. You got TCU, which was the runner-up to the national champion last year. Not only do you have TCU, you got Baylor, which finished in the top 12 three different times in the past 12 years with three different coaches. That's very, very impressive. Then on top of that, you've got uh, uh, Kansas State, which finished in the top 25 this past year. You're adding Utah, a top 15 program, which is very, very good, and I think is going to be do very well. Then you got schools like BYU. BYU solid. We side with BYU over Utah, by the way. BYU fans are better, and other schools as well that are that uh, are traditionally very good. Oklahoma State with Mike Gundy, for example, and Jed Fish coming in there as well. Very exciting. So it's a good football product, and the whole key in all of this is. When there's going to be another set of realignment, you want to be in that spot where you uh, you're not going to be left to dry, left uh, left with all the goods, left with all the bills. You're and it's going to be impossible to shut the Big Twelve out in that next uh, in that next round of negotiations. And not only is it going to be impossible to uh, uh, stop. Uh, you're, it's going to have a seat at the table. Now, again, it won't be like the SEC from a power institution perspective, but at the same time, it's also a uh, it's also a spot too where you also know that um, Arizona is going to Arizona is going to be just fine. So when that next consolidation occurs, Arizona is going to be in a great position to be able to make that one happen. And not only is it going to be in a great position to be able to make that one happen, it's also going to be in the spot where, um, excuse me, uh, you're going to be able to rack up a nice little resume right there. The Tommy gun is the man. Um, in basketball, Arizona is going to be fine. Now, again, it's not going to run the big 12 like it ran uh, the Pac-12 because there's actually good teams and good coaches in the big 12 give you an idea if you stink in um uh if you stink in uh, uh basketball at stanford guess what you'd stay there jared has been there eight years every year they're under 500 and nobody calls uh for his head to be uh taken or i mean not literally taken like in a who was the guy whose head was uh, cut off um uh i don't know whoever it was uh Dad, who was the guy who had his head cut off and, and delivered like on a uh, on a platter? William Wallace? No, it wasn't William Wallace. Uh, either way, you guys get. What do you mean? <laughs> All right, either way. Um, John, the John, the John the Baptist. Again, we're not talking. We don't want John the Baptist treatment here. But at the same time, I think you guys get what I mean. Now, when it comes to ASU. I didn't want to bring them with us. So don't blame me. This is essentially like the family trip where you got to bring your two stepbrothers who aren't related to you or, uh, and you're like, eh, these guys stink. Um, don't blame me. I'm just bringing them with. That's essentially what's happening with Arizona state. I don't like having to bring them. Um, but, uh, at the same time, I do understand 
the uh, I do understand why it had to happen, but it would have been very nice to leave them as well. Also, we're going to talk about this a lot more, but Big 12 fans are awesome. I can't tell you how many Big 12 fans I've interacted with. This next week, I'm going to be talking with all Big 12 insiders, people that care about sports, people that have followers, people that tweet on a regular basis. It's weird. Um, but again, really, really excited about this. And a reason that the Pac-12 is dead is because the whole truck stop conference thing, making fun of the Big 12 for having smaller cities. Meanwhile, the Big 12 has a better product out there and nobody cares that you're in bigger cities, obviously, because you couldn't even get a deal. You couldn't get a deal with Apple or uh, you got to deal with Apple at like 24 million per. That's That stinks. And again, I hate to sit here and be the uh, the harbinger of bad news, but watch me. I just did it, and I actually enjoyed it. All right, we're going to be back with you tomorrow, keeping you uh, keeping you in the loop. Obviously, we're going to talk all realignment all week, and then we're going to get into Arizona football the following week. But this is all that anybody wants to talk about right now, and it's good because it's a good time to be a University of Arizona Wildcat fan. All right, as always. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I will come up with better uh, off-the-cuff examples than uh, John the Baptist next show. I guarantee you of this. All right. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats.